Hi, my name is Brian. And my name is Susanna. And this is the Unmatched Podcast. Podcast about love, relationships, dating, and how to not get unmatched. Oh, wow, you did that really well. Like, really well. That Thank was really you. good. I, I'd listen to that again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in this podcast, we want to talk about, you know, our, our, our experiences um, in love, in life, um, what they've been in the past, what they are uh, going forward, um, and, and just have a good general chat about life. Is yeah. that, that's the, that is the plan. Um, I think it's a good time to introduce ourselves. Um, do you want to go first? The floor is yours, if you'd like. Yes. So, hi, everyone. My name is Susanna. And I'm single, so I'm quite experienced in the topic of dating, but Mm -hmm. I've also been in a relationship before, so I have that experience as well. So I think that makes me a good host for a podcast like this. Yes. Um, Apart from that, I'm not sure if I'm good at dating. I do it a lot, but I'm still not perfect. (laughs) What do you mean you're not good at dating? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we're single. Isn't that the ultimate... um... Indictment. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Not necessarily, but we can get into that. Okay. Just because you're single doesn't mean you're bad at dating. Yeah. I mean, okay, some people would say the end goal of dating is to get married and fall in love and all that, but that's not necessarily for everyone. Yeah. Is it for you? If it is, then you are totally... We are going straight in. Well, uh, no, we can can get to it in a bit, but I'm just saying, if your ultimate goal, and this is a direct question, is to get married... To meet someone, fall in love, get married, have kids, live that life. If that is your ultimate goal, then yes, you are bad at dating. But if it isn't, then you're not. I think I'm one of these people that just want to meet someone and see where it goes. I don't have an end What goal a fucking cliche. <laughs> Non-answer that is. This is like on from my hinge profile, yeah. one of the prompts. My goal is to see where it goes. Yeah, and my favorite first date spot... Is a restaurant because Ooh. I cannot just drink without food. You know I like food. You can't drink without food. Yeah. But you, we're just going to have a drink with someone. I need food. Right. You, okay. So for any potential suitors out there um, who come across the Zuz on a on on Hinge, f- food. Yes. Ideal ideal first date. Um, nice restaurant, fancy restaurant. I like Italian, Indian. Chinese. Are you uh, actually recording this for your hinge right now? <laughs> this is a 30 second clip you're going to put up. Yes. Here, here I am. Whoever just DM me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about you, Brian? Tell us about yourself and what your favorite first date spot is because that's also a good indication if potential girls want to. Yeah, but generally you. it is left up to. There's a hinge notification again. Um, generally. Oh, wow. So it, popular. Yeah, so popular. Generally. I, I, I've brought girls to the same pub because it's my favourite pub. But I'm starting to not do that now. I will say I'm starting to not do that because I felt I mean, guilty. If we don't cut this out now, I'm not sure how popular we're going to be. <laughs> I just don't have to say what it is. I'm just saying I have brought girls to the same location on multiple occasions. And then actually after it's been like, I shouldn't have done that. But it was a bit selfish because I was like, I want to go there. But uh, no, my name's Brian. I have, I'm single. Um, Woo! Thank you. Um... Probably reluctantly, but, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going with the flow. Um, and I have been in, in, in a long-term relationship. I have dated and been single in my early 20s. And now I am in my very, very early 30s. And I'm single again. Very early very 30s. Very early 30s. <laughs> Just want to point that out. Um, 
And yeah, so I don't know. I think like you, you were talking about your dating goals there, and 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 I, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks lately, and it's it's like you're in your thirties and you don't know what you want, and I'm like, I've is that what you're seeing on TikTok? Because you know TikTok is really no, it's not on my TikTok. It's, it's you're I'm on the thirties. No, I'm not. It's not on my 30s. hinge. I don't have anything on my hinge about what I'm looking for because I'm a. It is cliche, and I made a joke about it to you there, but I I don't really know. I'm kind of just going with the flow. I'm not like actively, <laughs> okay. which is so also we're a cliche. both walking cliches. Yes, absolutely. This entire podcast is going to be cliche after cliche after cliche. Um, but I genuinely, I, I don't have like a, a an idea of, of really what I want right now. I'm just going to wait and see what what's out there. Like you know, that's that is kind of the frame of mind that I'm in. I do also think there is a slight flaw when I meet people and talk to people, and they're like, "I want to get married." And they're still single. I'm like, you're just looking for anyone to do that. You're not actually looking for love. I think that's a red flag. I think yeah. if somebody has a clear goal in mind, they have that goal and they're looking for a person that will fit that narrative rather than focusing on a person. I, I totally agree, agree with you. I totally agree um, with myself because you're agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, that I, I do. I, I do because I, I, I often see people, are, I went on a date with a girl and she was like, yeah, no, I think I really want to get married in the next two years. And I was like, oh, okay, do you, do you want to fall in love or do you just want to have a big day, a big party like and put on a nice wedding dress? Like it, it didn't really sound genuine. I was like, I think when you get to that point with someone, it, it has to be in my head because it's for the right reasons. I think it's a different conversation when you're in your late 30s maybe, but uh, you know, society-wise. It, it also puts a lot of pressure on you when you're on a date and somebody is telling you that their goal is first to get date, married. A first date. Yes, you're there and you're thinking, okay. Uh, there yeah. is expectation. There is a lot of expectation here, and I don't know if I'm if I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Um, but yeah, in in the podcast, we are, we do want to talk about kind of we're going to touch across so many different aspects of life and love. Um, yeah, I've said that about four times now uh, in in this series. But we're going to have bring guests on to talk about their thoughts on love because it is the the one thing that does bind us all together, and it is very cliche as we've said to talk about and I think people get a little bit embarrassed to talk about love sometimes and their own love because you know we're both uh, culturally Catholic um, from different ends of Europe but uh, we have that Catholic guilt and you know if you kind of ask I would say if you ask Irish people what do you like about your wife they'd get like oh well you know I, I think she's she's great yeah no she's really good I like I like talking to her at night and uh, and if you say Okay, have you ever expressed your love to her? And they're like, uh, oh no, yeah, I did on my wedding day. And you're like, oh, okay, it's been like 30 years. That's a person of a certain generation. It's obviously changing. Um, but it's ingrained in us, that, that little bit of Catholic guilt. Um, and we, we can discuss Catholic guilt. Oh, for sure. Home. For the people who haven't watched the promo, I'm Polish. So mm. I'm also from a Catholic country, Catholic culturally. So yeah. I went just... to a school called Pope John Paul II School. Well, that's controversial at the moment. But... Yeah, but I'm just saying my school's called that and he's yeah. Polish, so sorry. Yeah, I get, yeah so this is Continue one of on. many uh, things in common that me and Brian have. Yes. Um, Catholic guilt, mm -hmm. um, being single and yeah. just... Unlucky. Are we unlucky in love or are we losers in love? I think I put on one of the promos, losers in love, and I was like, oh, that's very harsh. I've, just yeah. said, about, I've said that about myself. I don't think... I think, okay, we're going to go really deep here, but I don't think there's one way to love, and I don't think 
there is only romantic love is the most important. So we're not losers in love because we have our friends, we have our mm. families, we love ourselves. So do we though? I mean, <laughs> okay, so that's another topic to discuss. <laughs> Speak for yourself, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. I do love myself. Okay, that's good. <laughs> At least one of us does. So I think, okay, okay. Romantic love is important, but you shouldn't put it on a pedestal because you have so many different types of love. But obviously this podcast is about romantic love. Yeah, I was going to say, you're just undercutting the entire <laughs> concept here of what we're trying to do. We're here to talk about platonic friendship love. <laughs> Tell me one thing you love about your friends. I love my friends. Yeah, I like my friends too. Um, but I mean, we're here to talk about the Do you stuff. think that sometimes it's very difficult to go into a romantic relationship with someone because it's hard for them to offer you more love than your friends and family and environment already is giving to you? Do I think that for myself? Oh, just in, yeah. Uh, for myself, no. Ooh. The concept though of what you've just said, the idea, um, maybe. I can't say I've really thought about that. That's an interesting one. What do you think it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. The floor is yours. I think we're going very deep into into things in the first... You started episode. it. You said okay, the question. I, I think it's sometimes difficult to, to find love because if you have a lot of people around you that really, you know, they would do a lot for you, they mean a lot to you and you mean a lot to them, mm -hmm. somebody from the outside would have to, you know, give you quite a bit of love to beat that. Ooh. Oh, so you were saying the standard for someone that you yes. want to fall in love with is really high. Yes, I think so. Okay. That's and that kind of stems from like self-love and like different platonic loves you have in your life. Okay. Okay. That is a, that is a good kind of opening 10 minutes there on just kind of... I feel like I just so, ruined the whole no, thing. No, you didn't. It was supposed to be very lighthearted no, and now I'm just like... No, we're trying We to... should all love ourselves and love our friends. <laughs> we are trying to approach a subject with gravitas, but also have a bit of, a bit of a laugh with it because I think that is one of the best things about being in love. Speaking of having a laugh, do you want to tell our listeners where we met? That is a, sounds like a very loaded question. It does. <laughs> I think people would you be You have framed that now. as if that's like something really dodgy. Oh. Tell them where we met. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I was just it was trying prison. to be fair. We met in prison. <laughs> no, you could have just said, oh, we met doing a comedy course, but you went, tell them where we met, Brian. <laughs> like, as if I fucking, I don't know, broke into your house and you were like, oh my God, we should be friends. This is my first podcast. I'm not exactly the smoothest with like segues into different topics, so. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we met doing a, a stand-up comedy course that we were both very funny on and have continued to do comedy um, since and been continued to be very good friends and had similar ideas and, and are a similar age, although you're younger than me. And, <laughs> all right. And, uh, and then, yeah, we just kind of have a lot in common. So we thought this was a good way to express all those ideas that we would just sit around and, and you know, like everyone, we'd have to start a podcast once in your life. Yeah. And, uh, and when you start that podcast, you're sitting around talking going, oh my God, more people should hear us talk because we're like so funny. Um, and that is, that is I mean, how it was your idea. It. That's what you thought. It was my idea, but I thought you'd be very good at it. So thank you. That's why I approached you, and so far the jury's out. But uh, we we use a little time to turn it around. No, I I was going to ask because we've done a good ten minutes there, and, and kind of just given general vibes of who we are and and and, and what we're going to talk about. But 
I do like that you brought it quite serious to an extent because it, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give an insight to the folks at home because we are two idiots. So we may as well <laughs> share that wealth of knowledge that we have and experience with, with our friends. Um, so one thing, we, we've both been in relationships. and But I think the thing is, and this sounds like that TikTok, you know that TikTok um, trend where she's like, um, it's, it's, it's taken from something and she's like, have you ever been in love? No. Would you like it to describe? Would you like me to describe it to you? It, it, this sounds yeah, like I know I'm going to say that, but it's on my side of TikTok. As ha- well. Yes, yeah, sad girl TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm also one of them. Um, but have you been in love? Yes. And how many times? Yes, and how many times? Once. Once. I'm the same. I think I've been in like infatuated with someone. Ooh. But then, when I've actually experienced actual proper love I've been like oh that wasn't the same thing there's the difference between lust and love obviously um, but I think the ones that I look at before I get into a relationship with someone that I really loved when I look back on those I am always thinking I don't think that was really love but it felt really really strongly at the time but it was more of a infatuation sounds strong but it was more of a kind of like I'd really like to be with that person but I didn't really know anything about that person you know I didn't know what it was like to be in a relationship with that person but yeah, that, that that would be so. When I got got in a relationship, it got put into context for me. That was what, that was kind of my thought. So you have that's been very love. beautiful. It is very beautiful. Thank you very much. You you're so right. I'm so wise. Um, so this is my my thing is, how would you describe love? Oh, this is very difficult. We're going straight in. Give it to me. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have, like it can just be. It, it can be cliche written. It can be complete shite but I always say it's yours love is yours to own you know how you express your love and how you feel about your love and how content you are that's yours no one can define that I can't turn around to you and say well oh your last relationship wasn't love how dare I do that I think some loves I mean for other people there might be more calm quiet for me I think love was all about being you know madly in love Mm -hmm. And just feeling like a completely different person. Like there was something different about you. And you could become a person that you always wanted to be. And another person gave you this opportunity. And it was the other way around. That that other person was completely safe for you. That Mm. was a safe space. And you would do anything for them, basically. So I think love is freedom. It's freedom to be who you are. Yeah. Not not being scared of being judged, but just being able to be the best version of yourself. I think. Yes, I think that's very yeah. beautiful. I mean, not the best version, I would say, but the most authentic version. And since you've... That was in a relationship and the relationship has since ended, but do you think that you have continued on to be that person? Or oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing that I think these things that we learn in loving relationships, they stay with us. Yes. And um, once we've changed by love, I think we have a good potential to stay in that improved way. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it, it does. I get what you're saying. You, 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 you became someone in that loving. You grew and you learned about, about yourself and the other person, you know, gave you... XYZ life skills or, or experience. I think that's 
that's kind of... I think it's also very hard to talk about this if your love, your relationship was not successful because ultimately we are both single, Brienne. So that means that it didn't last. <laughs> However, that's another topic to discuss. Yeah. Whether the fact that something ended meant that it was in love. But that's probably... It doesn't necessarily have to fail. True. Maybe it was just for a limited I time. mean, that's a good narrative. You can spin on things and you go, no, it was the complete success, which is why I'm so here and I'm happy. Okay, so now that you've grilled me <laughs> and I was just talking nonsense for like five minutes, tell me what nonsense. is love to you? I knew we were going to ask this question earlier on today, so I was trying to think about it. You see, I... I didn't prepare. That's why it was just, you know... What I felt in the moment. So yeah, maybe I was overthinking it, but I I, <laughs> I was I was thinking about it earlier, and I was kind of like I I don't really know how to define it. I know that I felt it, and I know that I felt in a certain way, but I don't really know how how I would define love because it just this is super fucking cliche, but it just was. It was just there. It was just an ever present, and it made things so much easier in certain circumstances and it made things a lot harder when you know things started to go south because you're like no I really really feel this way about someone and I feel this way in in my life and then it's you're losing that grasp and and that's very difficult to take but I think it just made love to me is 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 really feeling is obviously a very strong feeling towards someone and an infatuation I've said that word a lot but an infatuation but it is also just it's a selfless thing you you want to put someone else's needs above yours um, which you know I found out can be very detrimental to you as a person um, wouldn't recommend it but it, it is in its purest form that's what it is you want anything to happen you, you don't want anything to happen to that person and, and you would do anything to make them happy and to push them in a certain way and that's how I would define it I think now we can go into the ins and outs of of whether that's true for everyone uh, in the course of this series but yeah I think for me uh, I didn't really say anything there I said a lot of words without saying nothing because I really genuinely struggle to articulate it and define it myself because it's just a feeling it's just an emotion it isn't anything that you can quantify do you think it's possible to stop loving someone uh, I, I don't think it's possible to stop loving someone I think it's possible for the love to develop but the love that you always had will always exist but it can change because you can feel a certain base level of I feel this way about this person but as you as you know you have different experiences or you know the, the relationship sours or something that love changes. It could become like more of a fraternal love, um, or a, you know, yeah, it, it it can. You're like I I I'm not actively in love with this person anymore, but I'm I still love them as a person, and I always have a deep love and affection and care about them. But I'm not sexually attracted to them anymore. They don't give me butterflies anymore. They don't do this anymore. That's really sad. God, that's sad. This this podcast is taking a very turn. Okay. <laughs> very sad so, turn. A different question. God, I said that and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's like I'm giving him a fucking um, eulogy at a funeral here. Like Okay. We need a change of tempo. A change of tempo. <laughs> so do you think you can find love on dating apps? Yes. Ooh, that's a very quick answer. Yeah, well I know people who have. 
Oh. Yeah. I know yeah. lots of people in my life who've, who've met the, you know, the, their wives, husbands, um, boyfriends, girlfriends on, on dating app. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I could never say that, oh, because I met XYZ through a friend or on a night out when I was hammered. That doesn't make it any different. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you you can. I know we're going to touch on, on dating apps. We're going to talk about dating apps in a, in a future episode, but I definitely think you can. Do you? Yes, probably. I mean, you can find love anywhere, right? I think it's just difficult on dating apps because there are so many people and living in a big city, it's very difficult to just focus on one person. Mm. If you know, that makes me sound really bad, but... No, I think that's a very... In a world where everyone is sort of disposable and you can find a different, quote-unquote, better person... (laughs) Sort of disposable? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now I'm... Not in a... Not not in a, like... I'm gonna kill them! (laughs) Like, in a, like, a... You know, you can move from one person to the next. No, but you know what I mean. Yes, yes. You can exchange that person for a different person really quickly. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> how do you like how do you tackle that how do you stay with one person because you know that there are thousands uh, waiting for you so I think that is there is actually and I read about this recently oh there is a a certain oh, I can't remember what it's called but there's a certain frame of mind where you never settle because you're always worried it's kind of Pascal's wager do you know Pascal's wager no. Pascal's Wager, I, and I'm going to make an absolute hang to this if you really know what Pascal's Wager is. Pascal's Wager is basically, I'm actually going to Google it whilst we're here because this is this is basically what it is. And it's... Wager. Wager, like, uh, okay, blah, 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 it doesn't explain what it is. Uh, oh yeah, so it's about God, but Pascal's Wager is a ph- philosophical argument presented by the 17th century French mathematician, philosopher, physicist, and theologian, Blaise Pascal. It posits that human beings wager their lives that God either exists or does not. So you basically, and again, I apologize because I'm going, to, I'm going to absolutely mangle this. It basically says that you're worried that God might exist, so you act like a Christian, for example. And you act really, really Catholic because you don't want to take the chance that you do die and you go to heaven and... I'm so curious how that's going to translate into dating. So, in I was I was reading some about it in dating. It's basically it, it's twofold. So you could either settle and be like, "This is the best it's going to get," or you keep pushing and striving through. So you could be really happy with someone, but you're like, "Oh, what if there's someone out there who who will make me happier?" Or okay. is wealthier or is better looking or is more intelligent or any of these things and you're just constantly moving and I think in a big city like London there is a little bit of that especially when you're on dating apps because people are reluctant to also like you know they, they don't want to get they don't want to get hurt so if you're talking to someone you think it's going really well but there's always that voice going in but it could go badly so let's just stick on the dating apps for a little bit whilst I'm seeing this person just because I don't want to get in too deep too quickly but that can also feed into this, like, oh, but they're better looking. Oh, but they're quite nice. And then you don't get, um, you just keep striving for something that doesn't really exist. So it's like the paradox of choice. The yes. more options you have, the less likely you're. Yeah, so to you make just summed up in about 10 seconds there what I said in the last 10 minutes. And I did make it really easy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, right, in future, 
I'll just let you <laughs> do the kind of similes and stuff and and, and this is not and, a Catholic law. I know it's not a Catholic. <laughs> this this I'm I, I'm would argue that was Pascal born before the Reformation because he probably be a Protestant. But I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, the, I think in in London especially, I think it's an interesting point. All all the same, I do feel like when there is less people around because we see so many people every single day on the tube who I've never seen before and I'll never see again and one of them could be like wow she could have been the love of my life I think I fall in love on every single tube I get on I fall in love on tube all the time yeah I'm doing the mysterious girl thing like where I'm just reading my book giving like a look it's a waste of energy oh a bit no one has ever gone up to someone on a tube um I was thinking about an example that maybe someone did, but no, I don't know anyone. Yeah, because it's creepy. It it sounds really great in your yeah, head, it and it's great. a really good meet cute. But like, imagine you were sitting on this what the central line, going into I don't know out west, and you're sitting there with your little book, and you're looking over, and you're kind of batting the eyelids because you you're like this is fun, and then suddenly there's a guy being like hello. Weird. Doesn't Didn't happen. James Bland have this song about falling in love with someone in the tube? And yes, you're beautiful. Does he actually approach the girl in the in the song? No. Exactly. Okay, fine. Because it doesn't happen. No, it's creepy. I don't think we should do that. No one should, but it's a fun. Uh, it's a fun like thing to think about. It's a fun fantasy. Yeah, it is a fun fantasy. Falling in love in the tube sounds great. Everyone hopes for a meet cute at the end of the day. Everyone hopes that they're going to go to a grocery store, reach for an orange. Somebody's going to reach for the same orange. Yes. And they're going to fall in love. But that's not how it works. No. no. You just have to like... Scroll. You get very drunk in a nightclub or a pub. I just wanted to say scroll through dating apps, but you oh, have a very different idea. Yeah, I went with a very Irish idea. But yeah, obviously you can scroll through dating apps as well. And we will come on to that. Um, I suppose one thing I wanted to... to, to actually ask you because we've, we've never really discussed this was do you believe in love at first sight Ooh, i mean okay the only example i can give is mm-hmm. an example that happened to me and yes. that's the only thing i can say i don't know as a rule but i think when i that time i fell in love i knew from the first second i'm gonna fall in love i would i would argue the exact same but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was love or it was just like, because I do it now as a single person. You've you've seen me on, on uh, scrolling through a dating app, and you're like, "Wow, you're you're cutthroat." I'm like, "Well, I I have to know instantly. I like a feeling of like, oh, I'm attracted to that person. I physically find them attractive, and then I'm like, okay, would you know? Do does their personality seem to match up to mine or something? I'd be interested. Yeah, but you need to see them in person. I think that's a very different experience Mm. that person i fell in love with not to give any names i didn't like them at first and yep as much as i did when i saw them in person see i'd be the opposite there goes hinge again yeah hinge again there you go (laughs) um but yeah i i I think uh i'm a little bit the opposite i i have to be like attracted to them Mm. on a dating app i have to be attracted to them in their uh in their pictures and then be like okay does the personality match up with what i'd be looking for so we do believe at love at first sight I... do we believe in this on this podcast we have to establish ground rules see i'm reluctant to say that i believe in love at first sight but i definitely believe in like oh 
the potential for love at first sight. Like, you didn't say you fell in love at first sight. You said you thought you would fall in love with them. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say the same thing. Now, I definitely, very, very quickly, after meeting them, was like, oh, I'm in love with you. I'm 100% head over heels in love with you. Like, knew it. Said it within, like, two weeks, which I wouldn't recommend. But uh, I did. And... Uh, there is that hinge again. I'm, I'm on fire on hinge today on this podcast. Um, Just to give you a picture of what is happening, uh, Brian has notification coming every minute from his hinge for some reason. And so I don't know, you know why. You know how popular he is now. Yeah, I don't know why. With all due respect, I don't know why. I, this is, I'm as baffled as anyone else. It's a glitch. It's, it's a glitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's totally a glitch. Um, that everyone is seeing, it's like Shallow Hal. Everyone is seeing like Chris Evans instead of me or something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, you never said that you agreed. You, you yeah, said love for sight. You said love potential for love. Anecdotally, it happened to me that I saw a person that then and then I fell in love with them, and I knew from the first moment. Oh, and you, but you were going on a date with them. Oh yes. It wasn't like you just saw them in the street. Oh no, like, no 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 no. Oh my god. No, so I sat down and I was like, ooh. This is going to end badly. Oh. I didn't make that noise. You made that exact noise. No, I was like, Ooh. That's why it ended badly. Ooh. And he was like, uh, okay. Uh, that's a bit much, but all right. Um, okay. That's that's fun. So we're, we're sort of in agreement. Yes. We can discuss this more over time. There's no real rush. Or we can change our minds. Yeah. With the time. definitely could. Do you think, and I would say I can't based on what I just said, do you think you can grow to love someone? Or fall in love with someone. Yes. I say no. I don't. I can't. I think you can. I can't. I think... Also based on my experience... Sometimes people, when you meet them for the first time... Mm -hmm. They're different. And then... Once they felt more comfortable... They're showing you different aspects of their personality... And you tend to maybe like them more... Yeah. So I think in that context, there is potential. Okay. I don't know if I... <sighs> no, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I really agree with that. Because I... I as I said, I have, to, I have to find them attractive like straight off the bat. Okay. So I can't say that there's anyone... As an adult, because I think it's slightly different. Like you meet someone when you're like a teenager and you're like, oh, I don't know. And then you meet them like 10 years later and you're like, oh my God. You know, because I think they're almost two different people. Um, but I can't say that I've ever looked at someone who's a friend initially, or have met initially and gone, "Yeah, I, I could be really in love with you." You know, I, I could, I could be really in love with you. Like I can be attracted to someone um, from the start and not act on it, but I've never looked at someone and go, "No, I'm not attracted to you." And then, like six, seven months later, being like, "Oh." I am attracted to you. I've either known either way from the start. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's fair. So I don't think I can... I I could potentially grow to love someone who I find, from the very get-go, not attractive. You, why are you looking at me like that? Am I fucking mental? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of a... <laughs> now I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. But I, that's how I feel. Am I wrong? No. Oh, I you. think everyone's entitled to their opinion. 
I mean, I also cannot really say because I, as I've said, I've been only in love once. So yeah. it's a very limited and small sample of observations about love. Um, do you do you know instantly? I do this with people all the time. That I did it with you when we first met. I was like, yeah, she's attractive. Oh my god. Yeah, well, no, you are attractive. You're an attractive woman. So at first I was like, yeah, she's attractive. I think I categorize everyone into attractive and non-attractive. To me, not in general, but I think I I do. So I'm like, oh yeah, she's attractive, or he's attractive. He's attractive. Uh, she's attractive. She's not attractive. I'm, you know, that's yeah. I mean that yeah. So that. I'm not saying instantly I'm like, oh my god, I'm in love with you. But I'm like, yeah, I find that person attractive. Yeah. It I can also be I find that person attractive just as a person. It doesn't have to be sexual um, or romantic. You know, it can be like, yeah, oh, they're like so up my alley. Do you have sometimes this thing where you, or maybe you just said you don't, you f- you don't find someone attractive and then they start saying something, talking, they're kind of telling a story and they're like, wow, you're like they're quite hot because their personality makes them attractive and then kind of their external flesh prison <laughs> becomes less important because their personality is shining through Are you, them. For me, and I'm going to sound like a dickhead, but everyone agrees with me. Wow. Okay. This is going to be very controversial. It, it isn't. Physical attraction is extremely important to me. And for a very long time, it's been, people have been kind of afraid to say, oh yeah, no, I know, I know. I look for personality more. I'm like, no, you don't. Don't lie. If you don't fancy someone, like how can you, you know, if you don't fancy someone, you don't fancy them. And that's totally fair. I meet people all the time that I'm like, I don't fancy you, but I really like you. Yeah, I think these are just different things you can be attracted to. For me personally, sometimes I see someone and from the first sight, I'm like, okay, maybe they're not that attractive. But then they start talking and I'm like, oh, okay, this is who you are. Let's talk. Okay, yeah. No, I, I I I can see that. But I think for me personally, because physical attraction is very important to me and in how I feel romantically towards someone, it's never happened to me. It okay. could. I'm not saying it can't. It could. But definitely, to me, physical attraction is extremely important. So, to answer your question again, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, that is just... We're just laying the groundwork rules here. We're laying the groundwork. It happened to me once with my history teacher from uni. <laughs> so... I think... This, this, this is potential to cross lines. No, it was at university. I was um, 19. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I don't know if I should even say this story. I think it's very random. Um, no, you, you've, you've started. You must go on. So there was this one um, lecturer that everyone was saying that he's really hot. Mm-hmm. And I saw him like in the hall and I said, I don't think he's hot. Sorry. And my friends were like, wait until you speak to him or like attend his lecture so then I did and because I'm quite fascinated by history and just kind of the way he was talking about this and the jokes he was crying I feel like I was such a... did you act on it no 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 no, no okay no. Jesus I thought that's what you were going to say like I had this history no. lecturer and like you know I didn't think he was attractive and then like one day we're in a bar and he's like all older and being like 
Hey. That's not. And that's what I thought you were going to get at. I was like, this story is taking a massive turn here. This whole podcast is taking a turn. It's like a, a true crime podcast now. But okay. Nothing happened. You just didn't find him attractive, and then you went and listened to I mean, to this him. was Poland, you know. Oh, listen, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I <laughs> things thought, happen. I thought things there were going to take... Behind um, Aaron Curtin. Aaron, oh, God. Uh, anytime, anytime I make a reference that is in any way, like, you don't get. <laughs> you just whip out the line. I'm from behind the Iron Curtain. And I'm like, no, you're not. You were born in the 90s and have spent most of your life as an EU citizen. So this line doesn't wash, but you use it all the time. It's quite funny. It, it is very funny. It, makes, it made you laugh the first time I said it. No, it still makes me laugh, but I'm also like, stop saying it. You didn't grow up. It's as if you're like, I was born under communism. <laughs> we got one loaf of bread once a week and whatever meats that the government gave us. Like, That's not true. You grew up in Poland in the 90s. <laughs> okay. But it makes a good A post-communism story. era, absolutely. I will give you that. But nothing Iron Curtain-y about it. You could leave whatever you wanted. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and you have. Therefore, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like... <laughs> this... We, we could talk more about post-communism. Uh, Poland, it, it, is, it is a great thing for a, a podcast about relationships and love and sex and, and all sorts. But do you know what? Do you know what girls really like? <laughs> That was a nice bit of ASMR right there. Yeah. That was quite good. Um, so <laughs> now that we've reached a crescendo, it, it, we've, we've established some views on love. Um, would you call yourself a hopeless romantic? Yes. Yes. I think, we're, <laughs> I think that's, that's something we have very no much. No hesitation. No hesitation. Very much in common. It's probably going to be a running theme throughout this um, podcast. Um, Anything else you want to add about post-communism, Poland, um, just whilst we're, we're here, before we wrap up this intro episode? Um, no, I think we summarised the message of this podcast quite well. It's all about love, yep. uh, relationship, yep. post-communism. Yep. Um, post-communism, Poland, Catholicism, yeah. Catholicism, absolutely, 100%. And yeah. our Catholic guilt. Yep. Um, yeah, that's We could have just called this Catholic guilt. Oh my God, that's such a missed opportunity. Well, we can do a second one where we just list. We just sit and list for forty minutes the things we feel guilty about but shouldn't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Anytime I spend money anywhere, Catholic guilt. Do you think this was a good first episode that's gonna um, make our listeners feel like they want to listen more? Yes, I'm. I'm <laughs> super confident in the fact that it is. Um, that has been our first episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back. I think we've got two more episodes coming. Uh, should be out now, directly after this. And uh, we will then be back weekly um, to talk all about our dating lives. And yes, you are right. Hinge has gone off once again. That's like the fourth or fifth time in this podcast. I'm killing it at the moment um, on Hinge. But we'll be back next week to talk about lots more. Catch two more episodes and we'll see you soon. See you soon.